Okay, who is Ronald Reagan in Star Wars? Um, don't answer that. Start your sublight engines. It's time for Rue Palps Pod Race, a queer Star Wars podcast. Welcome to the celebration of our one year of chaos. This week, we're going to answer some listener questions and then play some of our favorite segments. I'm Jess. My pronouns are they, them. You can find me on TikTok and Twitter at Kawaii Jessio. And my gender this week is he has been sent to the Chiss Ascendancy. It's I think Aww. it wouldn't be it wouldn't be a RuPaul celebration if we didn't start with he. Yeah, he is what and, brings us all together. And he. somebody getting sent to the Chiss Ascendancy. You know, I'm glad that we're yeah. bringing that back because we haven't said that in enough weeks. Yeah, I missed that. It's very true. We're knocking. We got two birds with one stone. Good job, Jess. Yeah. Um, I'm Noah. My pronouns are he, him. You can find me on TikTok at the Jewish Jedi. And my gender this week is the powerful potential of our posthumous perceived propagation of polycules persevering. I had to look up so many what? extra adjectives to make that work. <laughs> you say that one more just slowly. Just okay. My gender is the powerful potential of our posthumous perceived propagation of polycules persevering. So why is posthumous in there? Well, because eventually we are all going to die. Uh, and we, this is <laughs> I love that. Okay, so why? Because here's the thing that's so crazy is that, like, I do remember you doing something like this a long time ago. So why is it so many Ps? Is there a particular reason why it's the, the number of Ps that you've chosen? No, um, I is also there don't something... remember... I don't remember what alliteration joke I did last time. It was something like um, a, something about bimbos. I think it was, but I just I know that I wanted to make a polycule joke, but I didn't think that it would be entertaining enough for me. Like I don't not about the rest of you, but like for me personally to say if there were less words. So I thought it'd be more fun if there were more letters. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, Noah likes to say words. That's crazy. <laughs> I can't with that. Anyways, I'm Mel. I use they them pronouns. You can find me on social media at Melvin Culpa and on TikTok at Grunkle Rex. And my gender this week is Samacro Chitty. Oh, that's so... That's I missed a... her. Oh, classic. I, I will say on Gold Squadron Gaze this week, they did... Uh, we had to restrain ourselves from talking about Samacro Chitty because Bradley had not started oh. <laughs> Chaos Rising yet. But then he was like, surprise, I did. And we were like, what? Um... The chaos rising and chaos rising is actually um, the, the chaos <laughs> is his 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 cup size, his cup size <laughs> rising. My name is Ollie. I use any pronouns. You can find me on social media at Ollie Fresh. It's fresh with the PH. And my gender this week is Gareth Everellios joining the PTA um, because you know he's a he's a father of a Mara Jade and Revan Callis Aurelios. So Aww. I just think uh, I just think he seems like someone who would go to the PTA and Callis starts fights with the other parents there. That's really Aww. powerful. Do they have their little, like, their minivan? Okay. Them with a minivan is something that can be so personal. So I'm yeah. going to say yes. Do, okay. Do they have bumper stickers of, like, the family on the back? You, okay. Oh. Absolutely. Are you kidding? <laughs> the one, they had to get one human decal. <laughs> That's so fun. Callus is like, this is humiliating. <laughs> they had to get it off of Lasat Etsy at Custom. They had to have Sabine come and bring one because they couldn't find a human on the planet. <laughs> Hi, my name is Claudia. Um, my pronouns are she, her. You can find me on social media at Kaludia says, K-A-L-U-D-I-A says. My gender this week is um, a film that came out in 2021 that meant a lot to this podcast. 
<laughs> the beach from old. Um. <laughs> I like that you call you don't say your gender is not the film old. It is. No. You said it's the film, the beach from old, as if that is what the film is called. <laughs> the film by M. Night Shyamalan, the war criminal that he is, is called Old. 2021 you know what <laughs> apparently my brain has been sent to the beach for old no okay listen i do like the idea of there being an old cinematic universe so there's gonna be the sequel do you think benjamin button Young. is in the oldiverse benjamin button is no the okay but i think also ma you know ma from from the ma franchise i think that she is is in the old is like it's in the I, interconnected universe. I don't want to bring up um, my <laughs> written version for the sequels to, to the Ma franchise. This is, of course, after Ma 10. But um, <laughs> in my draft of the first movie, one of the Ma's does crash on the beach from old. Okay, and, Ma, legend has it, no. and legend has it, Crosshair is still there to this day. <laughs> okay, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. I, I have just thought of the concept of multiverse of mod. <laughs> so... In order to celebrate our, our, our one-year anniversary, we're doing an AMA. So the first question we got sent by one of our listeners and also one of our, our besties, our mutuals, Sage from Fulcrum Transmissions, asks, is this episode going to be emotional? Because I am emotional thinking about how it's already been a year. And then little crying emoji. Yes. Um, and I know we're all going to say a little bit more about this at the end of the episode, because if we do it now, we're all just going to be emotional and that's going to create a weird energy in the studio. If we're like, oh my God, I love you guys so much. And then we're like, so do you guys want to hear this really funny fan fiction? Um, our next question comes from Twitter user Torah Alone, who asks, if the five of you were Jedi, how would you survive Order 66? Let's say the force really wanted you to survive. Like the universe is like, it wants you to do well. How are we doing this? Um, I will start first. I would survive because I'm just uh, better and I'm built different than many of the Jedi who decided to fall. <laughs> they decided to fall? Well, Noah. I'm just saying, like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. As someone who's prepared for every situation at all times and is not bad at anything, I think that I personally am so well suited for this that no, I would win. Do you guys remember when Ayla Sakura was like, okay, guys, I'm done. Remember that? Oh my god. I love that scene in Revenge of the Sith. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. When she goes, oh, you got me, guys. I'll just lay down and die now. You got me on that one. <laughs> um, I will say I have no intention of surviving Order 66. I think it's just any apocalypse scenario. I'm like, I know. I don't want to deal with the fallout of that. So, bye. Maybe you're the have- person who looks at like a zombie apocalypse show and you're and you're like, you have far more willpower than I. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not. No, I- I'm I'm like that where I'm like, there's no Netflix. There's no, there's no, well, I mean, fuck Netflix. The there's company. not going to be Netflix for much longer, to be fair. <laughs> fuck Netflix, the company. But like, I mean, there's just, there's no like entertainment. Like, what do I have to do? Like, how am I supposed to get my Wellbutrin? Like, I can't with this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, I can't see for shit. What happens no, when my glasses break? <laughs> your Jedi, <laughs> no. your, your Jedi healthcare. <laughs> Literally, oh. I'm gonna lose my Jedi healthcare and then have to just be freewheeling it out here, like be like it how it really is to live in the United States. No, thank you. Raw jogging reality um, post order sixty six. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have an answer. Um, unfortunately, I think it's like at first I was like, haha, this is funny," but the more I think about it, I'm like, "That is true." Order sixty six would happen. Much like it did, if you recall in an earlier episode, I said this is what happened to Hauser in the Bad Batch. Um, but for me. 
unfortunately, the realistic answer is that I was in the bathroom when it happened. So like all of the clones got <laughs> no. their orders. They had order 66. They killed the rest of the Jedi. I walk out of the bathroom f- fucking 20 minutes later. <laughs> Wait, like feeling awful and i walk out i'm like oh something happened <laughs> you, ollie an empath <laughs> something terrible has happened here no okay so you know in um the book of boba fett the show that was not particularly about boba fett there for a minute um when grogu has his flashback of order 66 i do like that scene happening and like for some reason he is spared and then about 20 minutes later you pop out of the jedi temple of course on the bathroom you're like oh shit why are you just here on the floor by yourself come on yeah Doc. i'm like where's it where and then i i walk out into the hallway and i see i'm like oh oh no and then i just <laughs> no. leave well i wouldn't be in the bathroom like ollie but i also would be oblivious to everything that's going on and i don't know if i'd be on coruscant per se but let's just say i'm somewhere else I just have no idea what's happening. I've gone off to to be like Comac Vitus, ran off into the woods. Not Comac Vitus. And I come back and I'm like, bro, what happened to the Jedi? Okay. (laughs) You're like, I just took a nap. Fuck. Did I like sleep for a century? I went Um, to the grocery store. Now the Jedi are gone. I don't know, like, if I went to buy milk and all the Jedi are gone. I think I would definitely be a Padawan, and unfortunately, I would not be able to keep myself from tweeting through it. (laughs) Not live (laughs) tweeting Order 66, get out. Like, like, besties, I am not doing so hot. Um, And then you tweet a fan cam. (laughs) Gerald Tapal fan cam. Claudia forgets to unadd the location to the clone to, like, hold on, give her her a second. Okay, she's right over there, let's go. (laughs) Like, to, like, I, no. like I, I've already been like illegally tweeting like during the, you know how like people who are deployed they're not supposed to bring a phone with them but then they go get like they go get burner phones anyway like I would be like that kind of person but again they, they did bring Padawan teenagers into combat so again I'm like 14 so and i'd just be like i'd be i'd be making tiktoks i'd be making like really nihilist tiktoks about it and then I would get a really big following people who were like wait <laughs> I think she's a Jedi, and I'd be no, like, <laughs> because that's but okay, because that's Kane and Jerry's core. Yeah, <laughs> no, Damn I Padawans think... are on their comms. Get off your coffee. Do you have you guys seen that that Vine? And it was the guy, and he was like dancing, but his grandpa is like in a hospital bed behind him. That is Claudia during Order sixty six. Exactly. Me and Kanan. They also asked, which Star Wars movie would be Thrawn's favorite, uh, characters and plot wise? Why? Um, I think, okay, I have an answer immediately. It is Rogue One, not because he likes the story, not because he cares about any of the characters, but because he thinks it's funny when Krennic gets his ass handed to him. Exactly. I was going to say exactly. Krennic, too. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, bring up Rogue One and because he sees Krennic get fucking and, owned. And then and he sees having his bestie Vader be the one to own him, be like, that's my boy. Then he sees Galen Erso and he's like, dang, he sounds a lot like me. <laughs> we could be brothers in a way he said wouldn't that be crazy i'm a lot like galen urso like he's we like have this if he was blue we could be brothers he's like man i really hyper fixate on this character is it a self-insert hmm he thinks not <gasps> thrawn kidding galen urso <laughs> I-, I do i do like the idea though of him ro- watching rogue one but what i mean by that is just rewinding the scene where krennic dies and he's like this is the best movie ever and people are like that's not the movie <laughs> like this so, is a clip you've been rewatching on YouTube like, for eight what, hours. What do you mean there is more to this film? <laughs> I, here's my thing. I know what his least favorite film would be, and it would be The Phantom Menace because that does involve all politics. <laughs> and yeah. he would, yeah. like, 
Thrawn and me are just this are Thrawn and me are so much alike because neither of us really understand the Phantom Menace. No, what I imagine is that it would be Thras's favorite movie because Thras would be like, actually, it's actually really deep. And like, if you look at the intricacies and whatever, and Thrawn is like, Thrawn would be like one of the early prequels haters. Like Thrawn would be bullying like, that kid online. <laughs> no, he wouldn't. No, he um, would think Anakin was cool because he's like, that's my bestie. He'd I also be like, he's just like me. Both of us are annoying and everyone I, hates us. I, but I also will say, I think the whole time he, he would be like, hmm, none of this makes sense. But Duel of the Fates sure hits. <laughs> I do feel like he would be a Padme stan. Absolutely. And well, because like... he likes a girl boss. Exactly. And like he can He's canonically he's a Padme best... stan. Yeah, he's canonically a Padme stan. So I do like him being like, oh, that's my best friend. It sucks that we don't live in a world where pre-Order 66, Thrawn got to go to brunch with Padme and Anakin. Thrawn that, and... Sa- they would have had so much fun. Thrawn and Sabe would have just had a ball. They would have been such besties. The next one comes from Xanthi from Star Wars Music Minute. Um, they ask, my question is not what is your favorite Star Wars theme, but what's the scene or shot or moment from any Star Wars film that is seared into your memory along with the music? If you watched the film with the sound off, could you imagine what the music is doing like right at that spot? I have many answers to this, but I think the one that always gets me, I think Binary Sunset for a lot of people is like oh, the yeah. quintessential one where it's like that is one of the, mu- the most iconic scenes in Star Wars. Like you see it and you're like, okay. I hear it. I think for my my answer to this question is oh, everybody knows my biggest thing in Star Wars is music, but like, is I mean, is all of it. Like, if you played Star Wars, if you did it, I like if you played it without any dialogue, whatever, I would know exactly like what is not. I wouldn't just because I know like what's going on because I'm a fan, but like I know everything by the musical cues. Um, obviously, like the first thing that come to mind is like Binary Sunset. Um duel of the fates um and uh with the opening when the when the turn off the flash you fucking moron <laughs> like that that's the big one <laughs> i will say that mine is kind of um not out of left field but like a surprise because i don't talk about the sequels a lot but i feel like the two music cues that i like i hear them and i immediately like can think of the shot are um when ray's theme plays when we first like meet her and then also at the end of the force awakens when she hands yeah. the lightsaber to um luke those yeah. are two things where i'm like i can hear it oh my god I was, mel yeah. i was actually gonna bring up how my first thought was like you know when you first meet ray and her theme is like I, I was gonna bring that up too i was like i didn't mention it first but i was like before we finish i do want to bring that up because i think especially for a lot of people like our age and a lot of people who maybe the sequels was their gateway back into Star Wars. I know for a fact that when I saw that, I was like, oh, it's Star Wars. Everyone's seeing it. It'll be fun. But as soon as that played at that musical cue, I was like, this is the best movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, there's there's classic ones, obviously, like Yoda lifting the the X-Wing um, on on Dagobah and like stuff like that. But if we're talking about the sequels, um, the other one would, for me would be March of the Resistance. Like when they're going over the water on Takodana, I could, I could, I would be able to hear that in my brain. I have two. I have one that I am sure counts, but I don't remember what the actual piece is called and I'm not entirely sure what's playing at that moment, but I remember it very well because of the music. Um, but the scene when like Luke dies in The Last Jedi and like Ooh. he like releases into the force and Ray like feels that happen. I, I was, do like, believe okay. it's binary sunset that plays. I it thought is, it, it was a variation of that. I'm sorry that I'm stupid. I don't remember names of things, but I was like, no one's accusing you, dog. I will, I will say this. The second trailer of Rogue One had a much more grandiose version of the Imperial March that I do think of every like two to three business days. 
Um, and I don't think it counts as like a moment from one of the movies because this very shit is not played in the actual movie, but I do love it very much and I do think it's iconic. Oh, Rogue One, if we're, I mean, if we're talking about, there are there are definitely shots from Rogue One because I mean, I listen to that soundtrack a lot, but like obviously the part where with Vader in the hallway, like I could, I would be able to hear that. But if we're talking about trailers, oh my God, like I, I, I could watch the, the Force Awakens trailer and I could hear it in my brain. Well, it's not from one of the films because i know this question said like the star wars films but just an iconic piece of um music from star wars and like clip that is seared in my mind is from you know the last episode of clone wars with burying the dead yeah Yeah. That, you know what, actually thinking of Clone Wars, one scene that I remember extremely clear, like I could tell you what the music sounded like, like I could sing along and quote along is when Ahsoka leaves the order. Yeah. That's, oh, and yeah. it's Anakin being like, oh, and she's like, goodbye, I've got to peace out. And like her, her theme is playing. And I'm like, I think this is it for me. I have one from Rebels. The scene where Zeb skywalks with Kanan and <laughs> I Ezra, I yeah. can hear that music. Number one, that is a top hit banger i could hear that in my brain um because it's also so different musically and it, i think they did this on purpose. it's so different musically from the rest of rebels i mm-hmm. would be able to hear that in my brain forever also whenever thrawn speaks i would be able to hear the music the behind of- him <laughs> the when are gonna, no when are they gonna put thrawn's thrawn's theme on streaming quickly literally when i need rebels season three through four Actually, what? Uh, see, yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, if we're thinking of like TV show music. I mean, there's shots in The Mandalorian where. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, I've completely forgot about. <laughs> you know what I do remember? I do think is like something that's extremely iconic is at the end of the first episode of The Mandalorian when Grogu is like, eh, and he reaches his little hand out and it's like, and it cuts like yeah. that. Is, that shit is crazy. Yeah, that was kind of bonkers. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, I, I said the opening before, but like the opening to any Clone Wars episode also, like I, yeah. I could hear the funky beats. <laughs> that is the only thing, the funky beats of the Clone Wars theme you in my head. You said funky beats and my brain immediately went to the f- fucking episode where R2 gets like <laughs> taken and then the weird like music like music that's playing with R2. Stop. Although if we're talking about weird Star Wars music, I would also be able to hear the the Cantina band if you if you put it in the t- Cantina band and also the new Cantina band music from Lin-Manuel Miranda. I oh would yeah, we like, hear that. Oh, in- bullshit. <laughs> I fear Star Wars has a very um a very unique and very recognizable musical identity. So I do feel like we could go on with this question for like hours because I have so many more answers, but I'm like, I can't. Our next question is from uh, architect of the High Republic and author of (laughs) our favorite High Republic novel, Midnight Horizon, Daniel Jose Elder. Shout out to to you, icon. Um, He said, (laughs) one of you can go up against Marky on row armed only with either charm, wit, or chaos. Who do you send? Okay, before we answer, I feel like all of us should say our answer at the same time, just of which one of us we should go, because I'm almost positive we all independently thought of the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, ready? ready? Three, two, one. Jess. Jess. (laughs) Here's the thing is also, here's the, unfortunately, I I am afraid that Jess Jess would be turned. Um, (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) You are, you are a bit of a stan. Marky Roo. 
I both think he's kind of kind of sexy and also hate him but also I'm like damn bro why am I kind of the same person not enemies to lovers no no that's what kill him and take his place in the eye of the night hill take his place yeah and then and then I would have to fight Jess because I feel like because because then I would be like listen Marky Rue did that to load and grade storm, and now somebody's got to just somebody's got to pay. Lo- he lobotomized. I already, I already killed Marky. Oh, I guess okay. that's true. But and I think that this adds into a very long history on this podcast of Jess uh, marrying with a rich man and then said rich man passing away under mysterious circumstances. Also, it's very funny of us in, like saying that Markion is rich when he is just like a little pirate guy. He yeah, he's a nepotism baby. He is an Apple baby. baby, yeah, which which tracks. I mean, but maybe it, he... it doesn't matter because at this point, Jess is rich. They're just collecting at this point. Yeah, Jess is a graph, actually. No, I just like, you know, what's her name? His like assistant in the fallen star. I get oh, close um, to, to Marcion. Yeah. The yeah. affair is her name. I get close to Marcion. He starts relying on me too much because he's just like yeah Jess Jess isn't gonna <laughs> do shit and then I kill Marcion and take his place there we go maybe also in this scenario Marcion is fucking what is my favorite milk Marcion name? is it's... fucking well Gear... yeah he is canonically Gira? fucking Gira Staros your he favorite is... milf is Gira Staros Jess no Quickly. she's not my favorite milf she who's is your a, favorite she's milf? a milf though Who's your favorite um, milf? Uh, next question. <laughs> Are you Padme. Jess is coming in as a milf auntie on this episode? And Padme's no. a good answer. But uh, no, in this scenario that I am cooking up, Marcion is now my Kira Staros. <laughs> you're like, you think you're in charge. Ha! Good luck with that. I Meanwhile, that. he's he's like, I'm not catching feelings. <laughs> This next question is from at Star Wars Cam on Twitter. And they ask, if you were all hanging out together in person and had to put on a Star Wars film, which one would y'all decide on? Solo, obviously. I was going to say that I had my hand raised. (laughs) Guys, I think that I would make a really good Kira because I'm white. (laughs) can't. With that that with that... (laughs) With that logic, so could Claudia. Okay, well, I have bangs. <laughs> okay, that's true. You you have the upper I hand. Think, I think I'd be the most compelling casting for Kira, actually. Um, can you quickly do, so a, do a Kira voice? I refuse to. Okay, oh, so see, thing. I will no, do no. the Kira voice, so that's why I should be her. So I have some thoughts. One, I think Noah should be Tobias Beckett. <laughs> I mean, no, 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 no. Why am I having to become Woody Harrelson? <laughs> I, this is like, how, how dare you? Wait, I mean, oh, like the whatification? Who wants to no, be Roland Durant adult? No, pee? this means I'm gonna like go bald and start acting in Hunger Games movies. <laughs> Actually, you're the it's unknown never, actor. Please. No, they they are making a new Hunger Games movie. It's not <laughs> exactly. too late. Yeah, you're, an no. un, you're, an, you're an underground actor, Noah. You're a new star. You're going to play as President Snow because I think that's going to be about him, right? You're like, yeah, it's about President Snow. I don't know if he's in it, but I think it'd be funny. No, because it's about President Snow when he's young and he's fucking ancient in like <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> uh, 
okay. Anyways. The fact that I got relegated to Tobias Beckett is so <laughs> No, hateful. you could be like fun gay okay, Tobias here's, Beckett. Here's the problem. Um, Here's my problem. And I'm so sorry to the solo stands listening to this. I did forget that that is not Dryden Voss. <laughs> okay, Noah is Dryden so Voss. That's so much better. That's so much you would, better. You would definitely Noah as Dryden Voss and 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 Ollie as Kira. <laughs> That's basically what we're like in real life when we hang out. So it makes sense. Oh, I want to be Roland Durant. He's not in the movie. Adia, <laughs> I feel like I feel like. Hmm. Are you talking about? Are you fucking talking about uh, fucking Rio? Rio is the no. only. <laughs> And Roland's a from the back. Oh, like, what the fuck are you speaking about? I the last name Durant. I keep forgetting. I love, I love the part when the Bad Batch appears in Solo. <laughs> it's yeah, like and they're old. Part of the movie. They're like, they're like sixty-five years old. I want to. I want to. I want to be like, hey, geriatric Bad Batch. Bad Batch be I wanna, like, I want to be Rio. I want to be Rio Durant. Sorry, John Favreau. <laughs> I think Rio Durant and Grease Dreyfus should kiss. We'll see. Okay, here's the what about problem. me and Mel. So here's the problem that we put ourselves in, Jess, is that I think you could be Han Solo. However, yeah. I think I think that unfortunately, based on the Kira <laughs> that we have cast in this production. Oh, so what? You don't think that you don't think that Jess and I could make it work? <laughs> you don't think we have, make it work? You don't I think also, we have chemistry? Wait, no, 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 no. Let me also just pitch this. Jess is Lando. Oh, I was gonna say Jess is L three because Jess you're likes L3. to call no, Claudia. You're Claudia. You are L three. You don't want to die. Okay, okay, no, don't die. You just become part Leo, of the Falcon. Leo dies. <laughs> Real dies a lot earlier. Too. Yeah, but also, if I have to be L three and Jess is Lando, then there there's a weird, that weird. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so you think it's okay for me? Then it's me and Jess. Then you think that's okay? No offense, Jess. <laughs> I have a solution to this problem. Polycule. So basically, oh, you're done. <laughs> anyway, actually, can I be Leia? Can okay? Can we actually answer this question? What would we actually put on? I would put Solo on. Are you? Kidding? I think I, Solo. Yeah. So we could make guys. We could make Solo too. <laughs> Us <laughs> produce Solo too. Hate you people. The Rupal's Padres Solo too. When is Rupal's Padres a Star Wars story coming out? Quickly. No. Oh my god. Um, because Fuck Taika Waititi Star Wars film. <laughs> when is Rupal's Star Wars? No, wait, wait. Why doesn't he just direct our Star Wars movie? Yeah, oh, he's, he's <gasps> that's so true. Ours. He's yeah. directing Solo two as per, as written by us. Exactly. Yeah. We're set to go. Yeah. Um, I. I think I honestly like I don't, I wouldn't want to put on a movie that I like watching because I like to talk through movies and I'm with my friends so like I wouldn't be like wow I love this like I don't know I probably honestly I would put on so hey do you guys want to hear something really embarrassing I would love to <laughs> this entire time it said put on I have thought it meant like put on your own version like a play oh, not like what you oh watch. my god oh. <laughs> <laughs> you have theater kid brain I haven't done theater. Since like my sophomore year of high school, I actually didn't realize what we were, what the thing was. So I would like to change my answer. Yeah. What's your real answer? Um, My real answer. Hmm. Now I don't know. Lego holiday special. Jess, Jess what's your answer? I was going to say the fucking Clone Wars. It's a good one. The Clone Wars movie is actually a great choice. Um, I think, I mean, my tried and true is always Attack of the Clones. I think that that's just a very fun movie to watch. But my problem would be that I'd be like, hey, guys, be quiet. I'm trying to watch. 
Um, <laughs> See, I, I would I would put on a new hope because that movie is admittedly very slow, and so we could talk through it and we could make gay little jokes through the whole thing. So. So the next question comes from Twitter user Fangirl Meegs, who asks us what our favorite Star Wars book is of all time. Um, I can start on this, admittedly. I think I have read the least Star Wars books of anybody on this call. Honestly, I'm torn between, um, oh, wow, something just happened to me, and I forgot the name of this book. <laughs> I don't remember. What happened? It's... it's <laughs> It's Minute Horizon. <laughs> it, just, it, just, it, just, it just exited my brain. I was just about to be like, it's the one where... Like, I, anyway, anyway. my <laughs> Yes. I would have to say they're both higher public books. I know that shocks like zero people. But um, I would say that it's either Midnight Horizon. And I'm going to say I'm still a stand of Light of the Jedi. Um, that was the first like big Star Wars book era outside of Thrawn 2017. And I do definitively think that it's a very good book. And I enjoyed it very much. And I actually think it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I actually, one of mine, I think probably one of my number ones is probably still Light of the Jedi. Um, I think it's just, it's a magnificent book. And I love Charles Soule's writing style. And I love how good he is at creating a vibe and creating the idea and introducing you to the idea of an extensive universe. So I really love Light of the Jedi. The other one I will say, this is not necessarily like, I don't know if it's one of my favorite like Star Wars books of all time, but I do want to give an honorable mention to Dark Disciple. Yeah. Because that is, was it's one so of depressing. My... Nobody ever mentions it, but it's really good. It's really good. And it, it was one of my first, um, I read Tarkin like when it came out because I got it as a gift, <laughs> which is actually like, it's actually quite a good book. Um, it's a lot like in Dracula, how, how, um, they are, there are a lot of times in Dracula where the food that people are eating is described. And it's like, wow, they're, they just spend a lot of time talking about what food they're eating. There's a lot of time in Tarkin that they talk about weather. Um, so it's very similar to that. But I will say after that, I didn't read a Star Wars book until like 2020, 2021, I think. I think 2021. And Dark Disciple was the first one that I read that made me be like, maybe I'm going to read more of these. So it was just, it's just a really nice experience. And I think it's the perfect book for someone who's like trying to get into Star Wars books. Um, but I do think I do think Light of the Jedi is probably my she's my bestie. Dark Disciple is usually the book that I recommend to people. Like that's the first one you should read, mostly just because it's like finishing the Clone Wars. Um, this is what should was supposed to happen, kind of deal. Um, I I go between two books. Um, famously, I did say that once I read Midnight Horizon, it kind of jumbled my whole book ranking because it is now in the top. So I'm going to say it flips wildly between Midnight Horizon and my bestie Thrawn 2017, the book I think about constantly. Um, the book where I, I just my browser knows that I'm going to Google Thrawn quotes and look for the one specific one at the end of that epilogue or at the beginning. Sometimes I check out the sample from Libby um, just to feel something. Um, I Sometimes when I'm depressed, I look at the, the Thrawn quote spots on Twitter uh, just to feel something again. Uh, Timothy Zahn, you wrote a love story that can really only be rivaled by a couple things. And um, I think about it every goddamn motherfucking day. So I will I will say this about Thrawn 2017. Um, it took the four other people on this call literal months to convince me to actually pick it up and read it. 
Um, and I remember being like, there's no way that there's this much gay text in this book. Like, you guys are lying about that. And then I picked it up and every, and every 20 minutes I was like, and then this happened. And then they did this. And then they held hands. And it was, I will also just say this. It is a testament to Timothy Zahn's writing that I was reading that and going, and I want Arinda Price to win. I want her to <laughs> Literally. Just- with the Hannah Montana wig. She strapped on that blonde wig with gorilla glue and said, I'm going to get what I need out of this life. And then she did. And that included well, a bombing. You know, but like That included <laughs> multiple explosions. I'm um, just saying, I'm just saying, um, Elizabeth Holmes and her are like, they're parallels. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes think- could never... Could never I know be a as lot good of as people. Price. Well, I know this is some true, people. Elizabeth Holmes never committed terrorism yet. Watch this space. <laughs> I know some people like will skip over the price stuff after like when they reread it because they're just like, I don't care about like what's going on with price. But I actually still find the price stuff like interesting. It's and funny. I'm just like, wow. Love to see a girl boss winning. Okay. So true. That's the thing about Timmy Zahn. He's like, yeah, I'm going to write the gayest, not actually gay people ever. And also, I'm going to write a girl boss so lovable that you do forget that she is a fascist. And you're like, so true. Um, before we, before the others give their answer, I do want to say very quickly, um, my problematic Thrawn opinion um, is oh that my, my two God. favorite Thrawn books are Alliance <laughs> our alliances and greater good okay but alliances is so people hate on alliances all the time and i'm like who doesn't love a book where thrawn goes around bullying his straight friend anakin it's fucking hilarious listen (laughs) i think that it is i think that it is very funny i think the fact that padme spent a good like court like a good like half of the book just in a boat (laughs) just sitting there is very funny (laughs) it's iconic also i also do love that it was like the these gravity wells were invented in, during the higher public, but then no one could figure out how to use them until like the rebels' time. I just think that's very powerful. The Chansey Yarrow to Thrawn pipeline. Discuss. More like I ooh, hope that there's that's not. <laughs> uh oh! I can't wait for Grogu to cut her and cut Thrawn in half. <laughs> <laughs> not Grogu Elzar man parallels. <laughs> Fuck off! The, the if only, if only, if only Roland. Elzar Man's master had just been a little oh, bit more Din Djarin, like maybe this wouldn't have happened. <laughs> Jess, what's your favorite book? Part of me wanted to say something from the High Republic, but no, in truth, I think my favorite Star Wars book is Lesser Evil. Nice. Which makes sense because, you know, I read it like six times before it actually came out. I love that. That 500 page book, you were like, I'm going to read this as many times as humanly possible. My favorite Star Wars book, um, I the, the problem is, is like you said, Claudia, like Midnight Horizon totally like smashed out of like my usual rating scale. But I also really enjoyed The Rising Storm. And then also my kind of underdog one is Catalyst. Um, yes, such taste. I It's one of those things where I went into it being like, oh, well, I just kind of want like some Rogue One content um, and like, I don't know. It just seems like it could be like a fun time. And then I ended up falling in love with Lyra Urso. And like, she's now one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Cause she's just like, she's like, fuck you, Orson Krennic. You are so stinky and terrible. Get away from my husband. I will kill you with my hands and a gun. If you get near us ever again. And then she tries to, and then he does kill her, which is very sad, but. Girl oh, boss no. though. Girl boss, truly. She said, she said, my husband is neurodivergent. Fuck you. <laughs> neurodivergent and an adult and you need to stop manipulating him also followed by 
Krennic does speak Geonosian, and that is confirmed <laughs> in that, that book. So yeah. Also, why did the book describe his like his lips or something? It was like weird. I was like, why did they? Hello, sir. James? Briarly Ronan moment. Krennic lip reveal. They just said that he had thin lips or something. I was like, hello, why are you describing thin- his his lips? Orson Krennic has thin, villainous lips, and I stand by that. <laughs> so true. Also followed by my one of my favorite scenes in the book, and spoilers for the book Catalyst, but there's a scene where basically the Empire's going to arrest the Ursos because they're hip to the bullshit that they're wanting Galen to do, so they're escaping. And um, they manage to escape, and Krennic is, like, on this, like, speeder or something, and he stands up, and he, like, like, like a literal cartoon villain, like, shakes his fist, and he's like, Galen! <laughs> and just screams that on Coruscant, and I think that's so funny. He's very Dr. Doofenshmirtzy when you think about it. He's Dr. Doofenshmirtz-coded. <laughs> um, all right, next question comes from Cat uh, Crits on Twitter, um, and they ask, what's your headcanon for the future of your High Republic Glub Shido? So I have been racking my brain with this one because I'm like, I think a lot of people look at the higher public characters and think like, oh, it's kind of, they're kind of Glupshido-esque because there's no real reason to see a lot of them again. So I think we have to define this as like someone whose fate is still unknown, someone that we just like don't know what they're up to. And my thing is, I was going to say Kevin Tarr, but my problem is that we do, I actually do think we are going to see him again. Like, there are moments where he is brought up where it's like, oh, he's coming to Coruscant. So I'm like, hmm. he has been mentioned more than one time after Light of the Jedi. So I think there is a significant chance that he is going to return. And I think because of that, I am hesitant to call him a glup shido. However, let me tell you guys about my fan fiction in which Kevin Tarr comes to Coruscant and hangs out with Elzar Man, who's called Ty Yorick to be like, my life's a mess. Come hang out with me. So my power, my group of besties, Elzar, Kevin Tarr, and Ty Yorick, just hanging out on Coruscant, like just fucking around. Is there romance? Maybe. (laughs) Can I pitch Dharma and Greg? (laughs) 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 Dharma and Greg? (laughs) Kevin and Elzar and Ty. Instead of Dharma and Greg. Yeah, but Ty is, Ty is not there. Ty He's is not part of the any of that. No. Whoa. Listen, I think, listen, sorry. I think that Kevin Tarr and Elzar Man sh- could kiss on the mouth, and I would be happy with that. <laughs> I yeah, love that. I agree. That's so good. I Here's the problem. I am a known, outspoken, honesty weft stan. I know he's probably going to be a main character in Phase 3. They've just set it up because he's like, a person on this planet that we're going to spend some time on a child right now i'm assuming there's gonna be a time jump i know he's gonna be there but i do just like the idea of honesty weft just doing anything i want i want a disney plus series about honesty weft called weft the book of weft <laughs> the book of weft and then five episodes are about vernestra yeah <laughs> <laughs> i would watch that <laughs> i just like okay of this i love the 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 fiction we have created because it's the book of weft and it's honesty he's like doing something political on dalna and then halfway through the show well probably not on dalna (laughs) wah 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 wait what what happened to dalna i mean it got fucked but it's fine now (laughs) (laughs) i don't think it is i think they had to get all the fucking i forgot about that (laughs) I forgot about the plot of Mission to Disaster. Mission to Disaster. 
disaster tour. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot that, that was like a major oh. thing with they were getting off of the planet. Anyways, point is, I do like Honesty Weft is doing some like political machinations. It's just like a fucking West Wing with a thirteen-year-old. Not and then, the West Wing. West Wing. West Wing. Oh, West Wing. Okay. Anyways. Um, Halfway through the show, Vernestra just shows up and she's like, hey guys, it's me, Vern. And then kind of like, um, I, you guys have not seen the show, um, the after party on um, Apple TV. First of all, check it out. There's a character. <laughs> Sorry, They're no, not no. sponsored by Apple TV. Um, the after party's on Apple TV, um, but I'm not sponsored by them. I just need to tell you about this. There's a character named Walt in that show where he is supposed to, like, it feels like he's supposed to be part of the main cast, but they refuse to focus the camera on him. So he's just like standing in the background and he's like telling his story and that is Mike that Wazowski. Is... He's no. been Mike Wazowski. Exactly. I want the Mike Wazowskification of Honesty Weft. Nice That's question. so powerful. I I think mine is Samira. Cause like she's definitely a Gupshido. I really don't think we're gonna see her again. Um but I hope she's well. And I what's my headcanon for her? I don't know. I don't know where she's going after Valo, whatever. I want her to be like the the like ancestor of somebody like completely random, like Wedge Antilles. No, like Doctor <laughs> Afra or something. Period. Ooh, <laughs> like um Doctor Doctor Afra researching the Jedi points of Elzar Man. <laughs> Elzar Man, did why you- did you fuck my great grandma? <laughs> How's our man was laying the pipe with my great grandmother? <laughs> Doctor Afro canonically would be like, nice. I don't really have a higher public club shadow because all the characters that I care the most about are in the main cast. So like, I'm, I, I no, okay, I am seriously. It doesn't help that I have shit for brains. So literally, like, I cannot think of a character that isn't Ruth Silas or Bell Zetafar. So, so true. true. Like, I only latch onto characters I spent a lot of time with. So I'm like, okay, just the main cast. However, I didn't read this question properly originally because I'm also illiterate. Um, so I just read Glup Shadow and I was like, oh, Pog of the Lesser. Hope he's doing great. <laughs> no, because listen, why Poggle the Lesser quickly? Because, because you guys <laughs> mentioned Craig speaking Genosian and I was like, oh my God, that guy named Poggle the Lesser. <laughs> also, okay. Poggle the Lesser is in Catalyst. Yeah, he is. But he could have been alive during the High Republic. Also, Paul, by consider, consider in phase three. Young adult novel starring Poggle the Greater. <laughs> I want to know what Xylan Graf is up to. That's valid. I want to see more of Xylan Graf, which Xylan Graf is also like my frenemy, just like Marcian Rowe. Xylan Graf. Or it's because I'm just like, awesome you're kind of Yas and Slay, you're kind of sexy, but also, bro, I hate you and I'm going to kill you. Like, eat the rich, but also, okay. The fact that we got to find out that Comac Vitus likes men because of Xylan Graf. That mean, is my villain origin story. Our next question comes from the actual Kate Bishop on TikTok. They ask, you've probably answered this, but who's your favorite character of all time? And this does not say Star Wars, but I'm assuming Star Wars. Um, I think for me, my answer is pretty clear. Um, yes. Yeah, um, it's actually Poggle the Lesser. No, <laughs> it is it is my my main man, my best friend, Gareth Um, I hope he's having a good day. I just, you know, something about him. He's just my best friend. I feel like my answer is also pretty obvious. Obviously, it's Axe Woves. 
Um, <laughs> oh, we're bringing back all the hits. We're done. No, it's not. Um, I mean, he's up there. <laughs> he's up there in terms of like glove shittos. Anyways, the point is, my favorite Star Wars character is Belzettafar. Next yes. question. Taste. Everybody knows I, I do have a ranking. Um, it does go by who my rotations are. If you know me, I talk about Thrawn a lot, and I love him, but he he does make some stupid ass choices, and and. I love Ventress very, very much. However, I think the answer for me is going to be Maul. He is my special little guy. Um, he's just kind of going through it, and he's he's depressed. He's homosexual. He's full of rage, um, and I love him very much. And he's just there for the the drama of it all. And he's he deserves better. And um, Shout out to the Twin Sons episode. And I, the other thing I don't talk about enough is that I am a huge Lando stan. So it's kind of between those three. So shout out to Sam Whitwer for sending me the six minute TED talk. <laughs> Sam Whitwer, you are literally my icon. I just want to say for context, um, we bought Jess a cameo from Sam Whitwer for their birthday. And Sam delivered. Well, well other bitches did not. Sam delivered. <laughs> <laughs> I will not list what Star Wars actor did not, but like failed to deliver a cameo, not once, but twice. <laughs> Sam Whitworth did that shit immediately, and it was six minutes long. Anyways. I'm going to be generic, but I will say the character that I, I do like the most, I hate to be simple, but it is actually Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, I find his character very interesting. I find him compelling, and I like to see him, him do stuff. Uh, I do believe that at some point, let the man retire. We don't have to have media about him for the rest of time. Um, but I, I do find him very interesting and I enjoy him very much. I, I thought about it. It's Boba Fett. So I do also want to say, now that we've all said it, I think that we need a movie where Bell Zetafar, Garza Borelios, Maul, Obi-Wan Kenobi, and <laughs> Boba Fett go through the world between worlds and do a podcast together. That would be so not good with Obi-Wan and Maul there. Also the fact that, they, there. Also and the and fact that there is that is literally just men with a podcast. That's just men with a podcast. Yeah. Except that for guys... one of them is like a teenage boy. <laughs> what is that? Is it... Obi-Wan and Mom want to kill each other. And then there's the teenage Bells at a far. Bell's like, okay, so does anyone, uh, does anyone, uh, watch, uh, I don't know, uh, Big Bang Theory? <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Zeb is like, I have two children I need to be taken care of. I made time to do this. Can we get it together? <laughs> Zeb is the only one who kind of is used to it because he's like used to hanging out with teenagers because of Ezra. <laughs> Zeb wrote an agenda. Yeah, he and Kanan had a podcast during Rebels. <laughs> they, had a, they had an alpha, an alpha male, male podcast. podcast. The idea, no, no, the idea of Zeb, no, the idea of Zeb and Kanan being like, the thing about being a high value man is that I bring <laughs> so much to the table that these women, they just don't. <laughs> In the background, you just hear like, Hera is throwing the, stero- the stereo out the window. She's like, are you listening to the fucking Joe Rogan experience again? We can't keep doing this. Every, every time they record the podcast, she's just like driving badly so that they like, get <laughs> slammed against the wall. She's like, fuck you. Talking a lot. She's like, ah, oh, sorry. Someone's in front of me. They're like, we're in space. There's oh, no, nobody and there. Guys, and then they picked up Sabine and they became those men who were like, when I had a daughter, I realized how important it was to respect women. Anyways, Jess, why is Boba Fett your favorite character? At first, it was just because I was like, wow, funky, cool guy from Mandalorian. But then, actually, I don't know. There's just something about Boba that, like, it's different. Boba just, he's he's fun. He's funky fresh. He, he goes through a whole, like, character arc of, like, 
I'm kind of a fucked up guy. And now, like, in Book of Boba Fett, he's just like, you know what? No, I'm not a fucked up guy anymore. He got on Wellbutrin. What? <laughs> he got on an SSRI. He got on an SSRI and was like, oh, wait, maybe I didn't need to be a bounty hunter. <laughs> I'm good now. Anyways. The Tuscans gave him an SSRI. <laughs> the Tuscan chieftain gave him a fucking prescription. Our next question is from Boone the Cat Dog on TikTok. What group of characters would you think would be friends or partners if it weren't for timeline or plot separating them? I've said it on so many different occasions. Din Djarin and Ty York would be besties. I want Absolutely. Ty York to replace Cara Dune on the Mandalorian. <laughs> she like, goes through the world between worlds to yeah, replace Cara Dune. Yeah, and she's like, whoa, that was so fucked up. That transphobic woman, fuck that bitch. Anyways, I'm gay. I love men and women. Let's party. I do believe the last time that we had a question similar to this, I also included Mace Windu, but I'm bringing him back again because I want to see Mace Windu and Avar Chris hang out. That would be so powerful. They would be besties. They would talk shit and people would get hit. People would be like, oh man, they really follow the rules, whatever. And like behind the scenes, they're like, Tee-hee. they're drinking red wine together. They're popping open a bottle and they are just saying the most salacious shit you've ever heard in your life. And then he's like, it really is crazy that a lot of people in the fan base hate me because they don't understand my character. And she says, oh my God, so true. I know people talk about it a lot um, and we have made funny little jokes about it, but I do think that Thrawn and Maul would be very funny. And we have talked about it, not in a shipping way. Perhaps they'd even kiss on the mouth. Oh, yeah, maybe. Oh, so you're like, what, when they kiss on the mouth? They're all auntie? Claudia, yeah, thrall actually, auntie. No, I'm not. Main. Yeah, I'm actually I'm coming out on the podcast to say that I am a thrall. I'm pro thrall, and um, I mean, actually, I was talking about this on Gold Squadron Gaze, but like, I think Thrawn with any group of people is fucking hilarious to me. Um, we were talking about Thrawn and Ahsoka, and how like in any other life, I think it's a good thing that they never did work together too much because too much would get done like the story of star wars never would have happened because they just would have and that's also why he had to only meet padme once because again too much would happen um and i and 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 like these two too capable um i think the idea of thrawn meeting anybody is very funny to me i think that it should be grease dritus from fallen order and uh yarl poof because <laughs> Bitch, why I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> because I have a very good reason for this. Okay, quickly. <laughs> I need to I need to breathe. I need to take the information. Hold on. Okay. So they both like they are the exact <laughs> Is it that they have the exact same amount of arms? No, it's because they're in different extremes of neck length. <laughs> they're they are like the same no, creature I'm with different neck you. lengths. I hate this. No, because okay. like okay. No, I get because, it. Like, because like, because like, Grease is like really like he doesn't have one, and then Jarlpoop was like really long. <laughs> and also, they both they you. both have they're the dichotomy of people who have uh, four arms. I just think like there's some knowledge there. Like like if they were to like meet in the middle and like have equally sized necks, Star Wars might be solved. My answer is I think it would be funky fresh if Vernestra Rowe and Cal Kestis teamed up. <gasps> That's yes. Yasin yes. Slay. I would watch that movie, Oh, yeah. they would be besties. Are you kidding? That's very powerful. She would help him. She would be like, oh my god, you're by yourself alone in the world, kid? I'll be your new master now. Because in the like, scenario, she finds him when he is 12 after okay. um, 
after Order 66. That's powerful. I, I like the idea of her finding him and they are like the same age. And she's like, that's fun. Too. You're, she's like, you're you're my my pad one now. And he's like, I am older than you. And she's like, that's cool. I, anyway. I, I will say this question does say group of characters, but I did also think Kane and Jarrus and Leox Jossie, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so they would Leox be doing... Jossie brings spice onto the fucking ghost. <laughs> they would be doing and so many drugs. Hera's like, what the fuck? Get off of my ship right now. Kanan is like, he he's like a crier when he's high or whatever. And like, he's and like, <laughs> Leox Jossie is kind of like, he's kind of like, it's okay. Like, they're like talking things out, whatever. And Hera's like, I don't, we don't have time to unpack all that. <laughs> so the last question is if you could see Star Wars characters in an in any absurd AU, what would you pick? Uh, the user said they. <laughs> uh, this is the same person who sent that question that Claudia just gave us, but um, they said I'd like Din Luke legally blonde AU or Boba Din Princess Bride AU. Boba Din Princess Bride is so powerful. I have an immediate answer, and it is a higher public high school AU in which Stellan Geos is the principal. Um, and yeah. that is it. I will not, I cannot provide any more context except for the fact that I do still think in this AU, Ty did stab Elzar and now they're just weird roommates. That's very funny. <laughs> um, I think my platonic ideal of a, of an AU would be a, um, in the higher public, if you know the Starhopper crew, that's Court, Farzala, Lula, Zine. I want to see their version of the Goonies and I guess that oh Mama Fratelli is Lorna D. So <laughs> there's that. I don't know if this counts as an AU, but I want like a nature documentary, but the, the voiceover and presentation is from Geode. So it's just, <laughs> it's just dead silence the entire time. No, that's, it's not silence. Geode has simply chosen not to speak so that you can fully grasp the nature with your no. eyes. No, 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 um, but like, but like, Geode, Geode, like, doesn't need. Geode I, is I a want... musician. He is playing John Cage 444. <laughs> I gotta get out of this building. No, but I also, I want him to be like, I want him to be on location and then the camera like pans around him like he's like giving a very in-depth talk and it's just dead silence. Okay, so you know in the like, um, like planet Earth documentaries where it's like they follow this specific animal for a point of like a period of time and like it's some lions and they eat a gazelle or something. Geo just standing in the back while that's happening so funny holy shit and he's in every shot like they're filming this like this cheetah sprinting across to eat something and geode is just keeping pace in the background slightly out of focus the entire time hey guys vinti and nature documentary and it's just them all just like standing there the whole time That's... and then it's like the camera pans around and then you pan back in there in different positions so true stonehenge core does anyone have a non-high republic related one I'm trying to think like I actually I do have one. I do have one. It's um the Skywalker lineage and they all go on Dr. Phil. Once again, <laughs> I don't know if that counts as an AU. Um, but I I in my mind and my heart it does. Yeah. Okay, I'm saying the crew of Rogue One, but in ready player one. <laughs> Free them from the clutches of, of Ben Mendelssohn. Literally, like <laughs> they need to get away from that man. Oh, ready player Rogue One. Mine should not be a surprise to anyone. It is the Thranto Pride and Prejudice AU. That's you win. Uh, yeah. So true. But that's not wild. That's just correct. Okay, I just one quick question before we move on about the Pride and Prejudice AU. I feel like this an- was might have been already answered. This you know, like conversation we've had before. Is Briarly Ronan in this? And if so, who is he? Wickham. 
Okay. <laughs> oh, go on. No, um, fuck. I did have like a cast that was in my head. I know for sure that I wanted Ronan to be in it, but yeah, I forgot who I I cast him as. It might have been Wickham. It might have also been what's his name, Mr. Collins. <laughs> that's that's, that's powerful. Hilarious. Okay, thank you. I'm I I trying that. to marry Eli. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I see exactly. Da 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 Welcome back to Is It Legends or Did I Just Make It Up? Our well, it's my favorite segment where one of those, in this case me, brings a bunch of um, random facts that could possibly be from Legends or I just made it up, and the the other hosts have to guess which is it. So let's get into it. Is everyone ready? There is a theme to these, and you you'll understand when you when you hear all of this. And I'm excited. I forgot that I had these in a document, and when I saw all of them, I was like, "Oh yeah, I had these." <laughs> the first one in Legends, there was a human male named Jassic who lived during the Cold War between the Galactic Republic and the Sith Empire. Is that Legends, or did I just make it up? The I Cold forgot there was War. A, I forgot the Cold War is in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. The Cold War is in Star Wars? I think, yeah. I think they call the war between the Empire and the Rebellion the Cold War. In Legends, they eventually call it that, I do believe. I, I want to say. Before. In I the before times. Before. I'm going with Legends. I'm going to say that's real. He sounds like a bestie. I don't know him, but I feel like he's probably got like, he seems like someone who has a fun haircut. No, I so just said I'm gonna Yassic. say that I think he's I think he's legends. I don't know what about this character would be made up unless there's like a, a, a Yassic slash Jassic from a piece of media that I don't recognize. But it's also it's Jess and the mind games in this one are constant. So I'm gonna say it's legends. I'm gonna say it's I'll be the contrarian. I'll I'll be the you here, Jess. I'll say you made it up. It is legends. Is the theme of these going to be the Cold War? <laughs> no. <gasps> there is a picture of him. Wait, wait, wait is there? What? If it's the same guy. Um. Oh, wait. Yeah, actually. Sorry. <gasps> I was looking at a different Wikipedia Oh, my page. God, guys. Does he, he does have a, have a stupid haircut. <laughs> oh, my God. Love. <laughs> okay. Here's um fact number two. In Legends, Jessica Mead was a traveler and tramp freighter captain that R2-D2 and C-3PO met during their adventures in the early days of the Empire. I'm going with Legends. I want to say that that's real. I like the idea of a Star Wars character whose name is just Jessica. (laughs) So I'm going to say it's Legends. My vibe for this is things I just want to be Legends. Like being like, it's like imagine C-3PO being like, yes, I was just hanging out with Jessica the other day. (laughs) And Anakin's like, oh, (laughs) I'm in love with this person's name, but for that reason, I'm going to be partially contrarian and say that you made it up. I don't know what part of it you made up, but I'm going to say you made it up. Um, I'm also going to say that you made it up, but I also think I may have caught on to the theme, but I'm going to wait another question before I say what I think the theme is. It is Legends. Hey. Important question, because I've realized the theme too. Does she have a cool haircut? Um. (laughs) I forget. Hold on. Let me click on the... Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm obsessed with her. Are you kidding? 
what yeah that's that's her that's there's jessica okay, wait actually um she's very slay she's is it characters who are slay is that the theme <laughs> characters with very fun no. little haircuts characters but... who are yas <laughs> here's the here's <gasps> the it might be because the... it was Jossic and then Jessica, which is kind of like Joss. Here's yeah. the next one in Legends: the Jessar were were a sentient species <laughs> native to the planet of of Karis. So the theme is is Jess. The, the theme, theme is, is Jess. Jess. The theme is Jess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say it's Legends. Wow, me being like, is the theme Yas? What the fuck is wrong I, with okay, me? I also said that to be fair. I think we may just be um, not to accuse anyone, but I think some of us stupid may be homosexuals. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, lol, we're gay. Claudia's like, you're fucking dumb. Wouldn't it be funny if I just brainless. started, if I just started like sobbing right now because I'm like, Claudia thinks I'm stupid. I think that sounds fun, so I'll say legends. I think it's legends too. I. Well, I was wrong last time. And either way, I could be wrong two times in a row. It's, I think that's very fun. And I'm going to say that it is Legends. Did Claudia answer? Yeah, I said it was Legends. It is Legends. In Legends, Jessel Yu was a human male scientist who, along with Dr. Frella Tarm, helped develop the nano killers that targeted Boba Fett and ha- <sighs> happened Queen Mother Tennel. I can't pronounce this name. This name is very long. But. This this other person, that's that's it. I'm gonna say it's legend. That's got to be legend. Yeah, if you've created a name that you cannot pronounce, that is some dedication. I have done that before, but yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's legends. Also, because I want all these jesting questions to be true. I'll say legends. Yeah, it's legends again. Yes. I love this journey for us of jesting legends facts. In legends, a Zaiting named. Jesson de Blinth went on a mission with Obi-Wan Kenobi to retrieve two royal Zaiting eggs in 21 BBY. I love the idea of that last name. Hey, it's me, Jesson de Blinth. Do you just love when Star Wars is just letters? I think that's yeah. so fun. I'm going to say that it's Legends. I'll also say Legends. I'm also saying Legends. I'm saying you made it up. It is Legends. Hey. <laughs> I love we're just learning about all the legends Jesses. There was a lot of them, but I only In, brought into a, the Jessers. In Legends, there was a popular human female musician named Jess who worked in Jabba's palace, and she secretly hoped to eventually leave by joining a band. Again, I'm going to say that's Legends. So this is the horrible psychological challenge that I face because Jess continues to, to place me in saw traps with locked doors whenever they do this, because like. This is the last one. And I feel on some level that it would be on brand for Jess to lure us all into a false sense of security by saying legends. And intellectually, like, I know that, but like emotionally, I really want there to be a singer in Star Wars whose name is Jess who leaves the band. And unfortunately, because of that, I'm going to ignore instinct and say that it is legends. I will say that you made it up. So here's my trouble that I'm having is that I did do... Um, a bit of extensive research when Book of Boba Fett was coming out about the bitches who played in Jabba's Palace. So I know for a fact that Jess was there. And I do believe that Jess had like a very funny like wig on that did look like it came from a dollar store. Like the price wig? No. 
but a lot like it. But so I know Jess was there. It's just about the lore. So I'll say that it's Legends because I know for a fact that is a character. Yeah, it's Legends. Oh my God. I love, kept us Ignoring guessing until the end. works out for me, love. All right, who won? I think it may have been a tie between Mel- Ollie and Claudia. Yeah, I was literally just about to say that. <gasps> I just muted. Oh my gosh. Oh, you did it. Also, actually, here's a here's a bonus one. Um, in Legends, Jess is still not blocked by Gina Carano. <gasps> I think it's okay. Here's I think that might be that's, canon. That's canon. That's canon. That is canon. <laughs> Gina Carano, why the fuck would you block me? That's what we. That's that's what our, we need for our one year anniversary is for Gina Carano to block Jess. Welcome to Fantastic. It's been a while. Um, this is a segment wherein I have scoured the internet for the world's most. Sometimes, for the most part, I would say pretty heinous fan castings. Occasionally, there's a sleigh. Today we might be talking about some of those sleighs. Uh, and I ask my co-hosts, I, I list a, a series of actors and then I ask for them to guess who these actors have been fan casted as. Sometimes it's just one actor, sometimes it's a group of them. Uh, you'll, you'll get it as we play. Are you all ready? I've gotten, I have some real gems that I've been waiting for a, a rainy day like this. Uh, starting off strong. Gillian Anderson and Evan Rachel Wood. Price. <laughs> get gillian anderson away from her would okay. she not body the role with her okay gillian anderson in a black blood bob wig was perfect doing, doing the margaret thatcher voice from the crown <laughs> oh, oh my god arinda price is a lot like margaret thatcher when you we, think about we it we have made that joke before we okay, have... but that doesn't mean it's not still funny claudia <laughs> no i'm no i'm saying that it is funny then that's we are it's so funny that, that we've funny. made the joke before I think that I I do think that Arinda Price is the type of person where that horrendous blunt bob with the with the turf bangs that is actually a wig and then when she goes to put on the the Hannah Montana one she doesn't take off the first wig she puts another one on top of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with gorilla glue mm-hmm. and then has to go to the hospital to get it surgically <laughs> removed afterwards I feel like she kind of I feel like Arinda Price has the type of head that if you took her hair off it looked like a Lego. I agree so completely. I also, I know for a fact she can't do her eyebrows and they look uneven every day, but nobody will tell her. So she's just had these horribly blocky eyebrows and she's like, good morning. I'm the governor of Lothal. And they're like, can you fix that? She's like, no. This is my callous defect. Okay. He couldn't deal with her eyebrows anymore. Anyways, you guys have not We need to answer. Yeah. Evan, Rachel, okay. Evan Rachel Wood and Gillian Anderson, Anderson is such an interesting two people okay is this a force sensitive character no is this um a character who's been in live action no Ooh, is this a book character i'm not at liberty to say um a high republic character no so is it is it she has a a... nope are they from an audio drama <laughs> i don't think not to my knowledge okay so were they around during the clone wars yes okay are they from a mm-hmm. in a television show yes are they from the clone wars yes and they're not jedi yes are they a bounty hunter no Satine Kreese. Yes. Evan what? Rachel, what is Satine Kreese? <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> is, this, is this a non-human character? Eli Vanto. Yes. <laughs> not a human, not Eli Vanto. <laughs> Why was I waiting for you to say another actor and then you're just like, it's just Mark Ruffalo. Just you're Mark. stuck with him. I know. I'm like, hmm. Is it a okay, big character? in live action? Whoa. <laughs> Jess, what was your question? Have they been in live action? In a sense, yes. Are they? Are they like a? a they're a non-human. Are, is it Akbar? 
No, it is not Akbar. Is it someone is it like Akbar? Like not who's like Akbar? So they're not like an alien who's mainly like a lot of either prosthetics or practical effects. Oh, I never said that. Oh, are they are they like Akbar in that sense? In that yes. it's like they are a lot of so There's like lot of you could recast them were they and then the it would original? be like oh were they in the original trilogy? No, they were not in the original trilogy. Prequel trilogy, not in the pre- well, kind of in the prequels. Clone Wars in the Clone Wars. So so this character was in animation and like briefly showed up. Yarl was Oof. Watto in the Clone Wars? Wada was, was not, not, not Clone Wars. Who did you say, Claudia? Yarl Poof. Yarl oh. Poof did die before the Clone Wars. Yaddle. No. Why would Mark Ruffalo uh, why be Yaddle? Otto Francis. No. <laughs> Pago the Lesser? No. Is he a Jedi? No. <laughs> the way you said that does make me fear it's someone who's problematic. Darth Sidious? No. Mark no, no, no. Ruffalo remember, remember, Sidious? it's it's a it's a character that has a lot of prosthesis when they are like on, in live action. So it's, and it's not a human. Yes, Hondo Anaka. Shut the fuck up. Serious? Yes. I can't do this. My okay. My mom would lose her mind. She's a Mark <laughs> Ruffalo stan. I think I could trick her into loving Hondo. Okay, are you ready for the next one? Alexander Ludwig, of Hunger Hunger Games fame. <laughs> i had to you had to give me a second to google him because mm-hmm. i didn't know who that was his eyes are quite but close together corky, corky kenobi not corky kenobi tobias beckett <laughs> no dryden voss r no. saxon no guys everybody stop has he been in live action previous no. love He's not been in pre. He's not pre. He's not been. He's, <laughs> he's not been in pre. Not that we know, of. we know of. So it's not Maul. It is not <gasps> Maul. Oh, I, okay. I forgot that. To, I forgot that Maul stabbed him. I was like, whoa. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't mean it that way. But all right. not Maul. Not been in live action. Did Maul um, talk previously? <laughs> yes. Next question. Maul has more better standards than that. Come on, bro. Savajo Press. Yes, Savajo Press. <gasps> no, that feels wow. hateful. Oh, wow. Also, can we just return to Claudia blatantly lying for a second that Maul has better standards? That Maul has not. Maul thinks that Axe body spray is a shower. Leave him alone. Maul has a, Maul has a dry coochie. I'm guys. sorry, it's dusty down there. Oh, guys, he literally he drastically he, unbalanced. He rebels. <laughs> wearing a polo he's just wearing like a polo from old navy you can wear a polo oh, yeah. and be crusty polo and be disgusting or gross okay, and foul leave him alone anyway i know that when he walks into a room many of the other girls are like i have to leave simon peg <laughs> what the fuck simon peg is this rio a, is this... durant <laughs> no roland durant no um is this a character who's been in live action yes Okay, so this is a recasting. Um, Are they is an this alien? A... No. Was oh, so a human? human? We're recasting a human character. Human, yes. Original trilogy? Yes. Han oh. Solo. <laughs> no. Ben Kenobi. No. Luke oh, with Lars? Skywalker? No, no. Tarkin. No. <laughs> Krennic? Is it Krennic? <laughs> no, it's not Krennic. Yeah, Krennic, my favorite character from the original trilogy. <laughs> Listen, technically speaking, he was there somewhere. We just never saw him. Um, is this a character who is like on screen? Yes. During the original trilogy, are they like an important character? Yoda. I wouldn't say that. No. Yoda is Veer. not a human the one guy. The, the like Veers. the one imperial officer guy. Veers? I'm forgetting the name of Veers. Veers? No, not yeah. Veers. Piet. No, not Piet. Is he an imperial? No. Well, he works for the Imperials, but he is not an Imperial. Boba Fett. No, but you're getting closer. Bosk. 
No. Okay, that Dengar? Yes. <laughs> oh Dengar! I'm really I'm sh- I'm doing really well this that round. Actually I don't would be know. Kind of a funny casting. That's kind of good. Dengar, it's going to be really weird when he and when he and Simon Pegg's Dengar and Valance finally hang out. When is that happening? Oh that's in, that's in the Val in the Valance trilogy. It's going to be about him and Simon Pegg's right. Dengar. Are you Valance next- is in Solo 2. <laughs> Valance in Solo 2. Okay, next one, Matt Mercer. Matt sorry. Mercer. I'm sorry, is, is this he an animated playing an character? actual like person or is yeah. he like he's playing an actual person and this person was animated? Oh shit! Okay. Anakin this... Skywalker. No. <laughs> Prequels, Clone Wars, Human Rebels, Human Rebels. Kanan Jarrus. <laughs> Not Kanan Jarrus. <laughs> older Ezra. Not older Ezra. Mart Matten. No. Fenral. No. no. Um, is this a so is a human? Um, Jai Kel? Who? Jai Kel? Jai Kel? Eight people talked to Callus. Callus is correct. I guess Nar. No. That feels like some mercy. All right, next one Rob Schneider. Sorry, I had to make sure that was the motherfucker I thought it was. Okay, hear me out on this Yoda. Okay, is he playing a human? No, he is not. Zeb. No. Okay, Rob Schneider is Zeb and Man Mercer is Callus. No. Can you repeat what you said, Jess? Have they been in live action? Yes, they have been in live action. Chewbacca. Not Chewbacca. (laughs) Why was my brain like Greedo? Original trilogy? Rob Schneider's Greedo? Not the original trilogy. (laughs) Prequels, sequels. Not the prequels. Not <laughs> you have to give Melon a question. Rogue a One to answer before you not start. Rogue One. Solo. Solo. Not Solo. Rio Durian. One of the the shows. So like the Mandalorian. Yes. The Mandalorian. Quill? In the Mandalorian. Not Quill. In the Mandalorian. Yes. Dinjarin. Is... Not Dinjarin. The Mithril. Not human. The Mithril is correct. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I am so good at this, guys. <laughs> okay. Here we go. We have two more. Are you ready? Second to last one. Uh, she's already been in Star Wars, but Lupita Nyong'o. Um, is she playing a human? I think so, yes. Finally. Animated? Not animated. Is a recast. Perhaps. Perhaps. Okay, Thrawn. Is this like, like a character? So this is a recast then of a human character who has been in movies. Oh, wait. Is this a I book character? I never said that. Ray Sloan. Not Ray Sloan. <laughs> that oh, would be thanks. so hateful. So wait, it's a human no. character. Are they from a book? Um, they may have been in a book. Okay, so are they from a show? No. She's prequel. They're not from a movie? Not from the prequels, not from the movies. It's from a game? Yes. Is it <gasps> Seer? No. Oh, okay, good. I was is like, it there's... Trilla? Not Trilla. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Nyango is Trilla, so you can <laughs> yeah. very funny. Um, from a game. Um, from Ferris like a, a canon game? Yeah, uh, I don't know if this is a canon game. Oh, wait. It's, uh... um, um, Revan. <laughs> Yes, correct, Revan. <laughs> literally Mary <laughs> Jade, no, Revan. Okay, no, because here's the thing. We get Rob Schneider as Zeb, um, <laughs> Matt Mercer as Callus, and Lupita Nyong'o as their daughter, March as their daughter, Revan. You're dead. Oh, so true. Okay, are we ready for the finale? I'm so oh, excited for this no. one. No. James Marsden. <laughs> <laughs> Just from Sonic the Hedgehog fame. Hedgehog. Orlando Bloom. From... <laughs> what? And Solo and Carl Urban. <laughs> no, not Carl Urban. Is okay. Is this an animated character? Yes. 
Were they in the movies or no? No, they were not in the movies. I was like Gron. <laughs> Zeb? <laughs> not Zeb? Zeb, not Gron. Damn it. Are they are they a human character? No, they are not. Greedo. Clone Wars? Greedo. Clone Wars? Um, did appear in the Clone Wars. So well, a Rebels character. Yes, a Rebels character. Um, so it's a Rebels character who appeared in the Clone Wars? Yes. Oh shit. Gregor. Not Gregor. <laughs> <laughs> Gregor Samsa. No, not from the metal. Um, 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 it's like Yolar. <laughs> not Yolaren. He is a human Here, to once, my knowledge. Once again, the actors are Carl Urban, Orlando Bloom, and James Marsden. Would you mind saying that they're a human? Or not, they're... A hu- not non-human, Ben and Rebels, Ben and Clone Wars. Non-human. Maul. He wasn't in, he was in Rebels. This is an alien who's been in Luminara. <laughs> not Luminara unduly. <laughs> And James Marsden, Orlando Bloom, and Carl Urban. I'm just going through like Rebel, through like Rebels characters. Uh, not Hondo, right? Not Hondo. He's already Mark Ruffalo. He's already Mark Ruffalo. Is this a Rebel? Is it Thrawn? It is a Rebel, not a. Not oh wait, Thrawn. he was, oh, in, he was Clone not in Clone Wars. <laughs> so they are not. So they are. He's not a Rebel. Not. Oh no, he is a Rebel. He is a Rebel. Okay. He's not a Rebel in the traditional sense. He is not. Like, like he is Champs not. Doula? You're getting closer. Gobi, Gobi Glee. <laughs> what? I need a counter on Carl how many Urban I got. Gobi Glee. What? Actually, you know what, guys? I still have four Gobi Glees. It just it's sitting on the back burner. Guys, where is Gobi Glee slash Gron? So that they are good for each other. I think. Thank wow, that, playing my little game. That Holy was a good, fantastic mouth. Anyway. Welcome back to our favorite segment, Name That Ship. What Name That Ship is, is it is when one of our hosts will find a fan fiction and we will detail the others with the title, maybe the tags, etc. And the other host will have to guess who the main ship is. I have brought one today that I'm very excited about. As a rule, we try not to do ones that have updated super recently. And this one actually just updated last month. However, I think it's kind of iconic. So I'm bringing it. This is rated G. The relationships are, there's a lot of people in this. This is a, this is a quite a long fix so far. It's not super long yet, but I can tell it's going places. You have character A slash character B, character A and character B, Obi-Wan Kenobi and character B, character B and Mace Windu, Rex and character B. Character B and Ahsoka Tano. Um, Rex and Ahsoka Tano. Cody and character A. Character A and Wolf. <laughs> Bly and character A. Padme Amidala and character B. Padme Amidala and character A. Sheev Palpatine and character B. Character A and Sheev Palpatine. Those saying, are just and. Those are not they're just ships. And. Those are just they're re- besties. Those are just relationships that are yes. discussed and not a romantic like pairing. Platonic, yeah. Correct. Characters, character A, character B, Shakti, Plo Koon, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Mace Windu, Yoda, Rex, Cody, Wolf, Bly, Pons, Ahsoka, Padme, Palpatine. Palpatine is tagged twice. <laughs> Not sure why, but I love that. Jedi Council is also tagged. Additional tags. I had a sudden random idea and said, why not? The Senate fucks up. Manipulative Sheev Palpatine, but he screws it up. Then there's some stuff that's very specific that'll be like immediate giveaway. Character B is about to add more gray hairs. To his collection or character a sorry character a needs a break character b's parental instincts kick in for the best protective clones protective jedi additional tags to be added 
crack treated seriously, angst, fluff and angst, force sensitive character A, slow burn. So I think I have it. You might, you because I may, listen, I wanted to do it so bad and it didn't update for a while. And then I was like, okay, then it updated. So I may have told you about it, but I don't think I did. Okay. I, I, I don't want to one shot you is the thing, but I do think that this is Fox slash Anakin. It is Fox slash Anakin. <laughs> Oh my god! You know I was what? gonna say the character B is definitely Anakin. But... Character B is definitely Anakin. The character... way that I actually had seen this fic before. So I hate people. Um, I do want to quickly shout out um at the actual K Bishop on TikTok who sent this to us via our survey, which you can fill out. They actually did send it to me on TikTok and then send it to me in this survey. So they were determined to get this out there. The amount of Fox fanfic is just congrats. And you know what? It's what he deserves. So I'm going to go next. This was a submission, but the person didn't leave um, their information. But whoever you are, thank you for submitting it. Um, the problem is that I cannot reveal really any one of these characters that easily giving away a large section of what's happening here. So I'm going to preface this with a couple of things and then do the usual read through. This is an AU. It is an, it is an AU about a real thing in our universe that can be engaged with. I will start there. I am now going to list the ships. I will also say that this is this is two men. This is what this this is what this is about. Okay, this is two men. Okay, it's character A, character B, character C, character D, who are not two men, and then character E and character A. So the last one is not a relationship. They're just besties. All right. Okay. The actual tags are character A, character B, unnamed extra who I cannot tell you it ruins this entire thing, but this is a real person. This is a real human being. <laughs> character D, character E, card <laughs> Card. Oh, thank God I was worried she wasn't going to be here. <laughs> Fennec Shand, Grief Karga, Casca Reeves, and another real person who I cannot tell you because it will give this away. Additional tags, alternate universe modern setting, the name of the AU, swearing, alternating POV, fluff and crack, um, shy character A. I can't even tell you this. Oh my God. <laughs> there's, a, there's a number of these that I can't like directly say because they'll just give it away. But the long and short of it is, this is an AU about two men and, and another relative, and it involves a game show. Is it Family Feud? It's not Family Feud. Damn is it, it The Amazing Race? It is not The Amazing Race. <laughs> Do you want to start with the characters? Yeah, yeah. is one Din Djarin. One is Din Djarin, yes. Is one Boba Which Fett? One? No, uh, no. Din Djarin's character A. Is it a character that gets shipped with Din Djarin a lot or somebody yes. out of left field? Is it Luke Skywalker? It is Luke Skywalker. It so the Luke primary Skywalker. ship is Din Luke. Okay, the and I'm ac- assuming that, that there's like a relative that is uh, Kylo Ren or Ben Solo. Is it, is it, is it Leia and Han as the second uh, Leia is character E. Oh. So Leia is here, but Han is not. <laughs> no! So who's character C and character D? They is are a canon relationship? relationship. I will say that. They are a canon oh. relationship. Kanan oh and Hera? No, you're a little that, bit too okay. far along in the timeline. Padme okay. and Anakin. Correct. What? Okay, so this is what I want to say. Yeah. The game show is, it's a game show, right? Not just like a uh, reality I guess. I guess a more accurate classification would be it's competition show. Why was I like Survivor? The Voice? <laughs> Could you imagine? No. The Voice? <laughs> the competition it is a competition show in which contestants are routinely eliminated on a week-by-week basis depending on their <laughs> the ability. The Survivor? When it is hard. already said Survivor. The Bachelor? It is not The Bachelor. 
routinely I will also say way. and I just want to I just want to check on this yeah 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 okay so Din and Luke are involved with the game show Padme and Anakin are not they are an externality to the game show interesting yeah <laughs> And recall um, that there are also two human characters who are people who are related to the game show in question. Is it Wheel of Fortune? It's not Wheel of Fortune. It's not Wheel of Fortune. Is it Queer Eye? I really wanted it to be Pat Is Vanna. Queer Eye a game show? No, it's people a reality get eliminated show. On queer- yeah, I no, want Queer Eye. <laughs> I love when they oh, drop God. one of the Queer Eye people through a hatch on the floor because they failed that week. No, Wipeout Karamo has been sent home from Queer It's not Wipeout. There's no intentional violence on the program. So there's. it's not the floor is lava? <laughs> No. Is it is it is it the Ellen game show? Ellen's game. Of <laughs> no. Pain. No. No. Okay. Oh my god. I'm trying to like find a way to Okay. No. 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 Hang on. Hang away. on. So there's two. There's two. Are these two people like the real hosts of this show? Yes. yes. Okay. And is this a, a show that involves like activity, or is it like a mind kind of show? It is, is a show Jane, that involves activity. Is Jane Lynch in this show? No. <laughs> Celebrity uh, game this, night. Hollywood game sh- night. Is this show currently airing? Um, I, I believe so. I actually don't know. Let me, um. <laughs> is this a popular game show? Yes. Okay. I it's need, hold on, let me check if it's, if it's currently, feud. currently it's, running. It's not Family Feud. America's it's not Wheel of Fortune. Talent? I assume it's not Jeopardy. It's not Jeopardy. Okay. It is, it is currently running. Um, I will tell you, I will tell you it started in 2005. Um. American Idol? No. <laughs> It's on okay, it's on a specific it has it occupies a network of other shows that are like it. Is it drag race? Is it? I love the idea of it being RuPaul's <laughs> Drag Race, but it's not, but you're on the right track where like other VH1 programs are like related to the Glee uh, like, project. <laughs> can you imagine? No. Jersey it does not involve Shore. singing. That's not a competition show. It Jersey Shore. Do you, yeah, it's not. It's not a competition show. Is it a um, VH1 is show? It the Bravo. Price is right? No, okay, you can't, I don't know if you win cash prizes on this one, but the point is not to win money, necessarily. That's not what you're competing about. Is it, like, 90 Day Fiance? No, no. No one's eliminated from 90 Day Fiance. You have to, yeah. Each week, okay, each week of this show, there is a challenge that each of the contestants has to perform in to certain specifications, and then if they lose, they're sent home. Why was this? Hell's <gasps> Kitchen? Yes, it is Hell's <laughs> Kitchen of You. Wait, so Gordon Ramsay is one of them? Yes. <laughs> okay. Gordon oh, Ramsay, and I'm trying to figure I think it's uh, Jean-Philippe's love of it. Oh my God. It is a Gordon Ramsay AU in which <laughs> the other tags that I couldn't read were famous Skywalker family, rich Skywalker family, protective Anakin Skywalker, matchmaker Padme Amidala. Padme, I... get out, girl. <laughs> Not, I'm just I'm thinking about Gordon Ramsay yelling about it's raw to Din Djarin. So basically, basically, the plot of this AU is that Din Djarin is a chef on Hell's Kitchen, and the celebrity guests that week are the Skywalker family. <laughs> thank you to whoever sent that in. I have it's not listed in our little submission, so I have no idea who sent it, but thank you very much. It was very funny. All right, here's my pick, everyone. Are you ready? It is called, oh, well, first of all, it was anonymously submitted onto our um fix submission survey um it is called aquarius uh there aren't a whole lot of tags so we're just gonna go with that characters character a character b Cobb vanth mentioned not in the fic just mentioned additional tags include enemies who are strangers to lovers ambitious 
but rubbish. Teasing, slapping, a lot of kissing in this one. Mild sexual content. I love a, I love a slapping <laughs> Okay, okay. So is this in the same rough time period as The Mandalorian slash yes. Book of Boba Fett? Okay. Are there any characters in it that are not from this part of Star Wars history? No. Is one of the characters Din Djarin? No. Oh. Is one of them Fennec Shand and or Boba Fett? Nope. Nope. Pele Motto. Nope. And um, Cobb is Cobb is mentioned, but he's not he's a character. Mentioned, but he's not actually in it. Why was my brain like, oh, it's the guy, it's Thundercat. It's no, the guy Thundercat. <laughs> Y'all remember when Thundercat was in Book of Boba Fett? I do. Yeah. It was crazy. Would it, is it reasonable to say based on the characters that I could take place on Tatooine? I would argue no. Okay. Um, Are the characters in question, is it two men, two women? Is it straight? What do we know? Two men. Um, Are they humans? Is this, yes. Is one Previs, pa, uh, Paz Vizsla? No. Hmm. Why would it be Paz? Because, I don't know. Cobb Vanth is mentioned. Why have would they, he be mentioned? Have they appeared in The Mandalorian in the yes. Book of Boba Fett? Only in The Mandalorian, to my knowledge. Grief Karga? Grief Karga is one of them. <gasps> yes! Oh my god, I love a Grief Karga mention. And it's two men? Is it Grief? It's not Din. It's not Din. Is it the Mithril? It's not the Mithril. Wait, wait, wait. Grief and the thick involves slapping? Yeah. You don't know Go what Grief Karga gets damn. up to. Did you say it was enemies to lovers? Yes. <gasps> is, is it a Moff Gideon? It is Moff Gideon Karga. <laughs> So I think no. the premise of this, the premise of this fic is like they're just like making out, and I do think Grief Guard gets slapped off Gideon. I'm not so sure though. So true. <laughs> I'm not sure though. Yeah, this this is a fic that was submitted to Claudia actually, but I'm stealing it and from Shadow underscore Bat on TikTok. This is character A slash character B. Character A, character B parentheses Star Wars. Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. Who is this? <laughs> These are two characters that I do not know if they are from Legends or not. So yeah. they're not people that you guys are going to know. Well, two characters that, yeah, that I, I don't know if the others will know them either. So I'm just not going to name them. Um, Leia Organa, Poe Dameron, Finn Star Wars, Rose Tico. Is this another character? Who is TV9? Uh, this might be from a Star book. Wars. I can't remember. Um, Armitage Hux, Chewbacca, Star Wars, IG-100, Magna Guards, Star Wars, IG-101, Star Wars, and IG-102, Star Wars. Is this Rey and Phasma? No, but okay. it is Rey and someone. I figured it was Rey. I just couldn't, I wouldn't know because Phasma was the only one you didn't name. It's not Phasma. Okay, is it a man? It is a man. <laughs> is it, um, um... <laughs> I hate that my brain is going. Is this? Is it that? Is it the the um freaking <laughs> admiral from Rise of Skywalker? No. Okay, not it. What is his name? Admiral Pride. 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 Thank you. Not him. Thank He's goodness. With the LGBT. <laughs> admiral Pride Parade. <laughs> um, You're done. Anyways, um, so it's Ray and someone, and it's someone from the sequels, right? No. Oh shit! Is it someone from the prequels? Yes. Is it a woman or a man? It's a man. A man from the prequels. It's a Hondo? No. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, he's alive. Is it For a human? No. <laughs> For context, I know what this is. I'm trying not to. Lie. General Grievous. It is General Grievous. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Get him away from her. 
He's pulling. What that little f- girl is a child. Get away from her. Why, man, I'm going to kill you with my bare hands. The summary. Many years after the Clone Wars, General Grievous, the famed hero, finally comes out of hiding from his last encounter with Obi-Wan Kenobi. Grievous goes to Jakku to find parts to boost his separatist ships as he meets and befriends a lonely scavenger named Rey, and she helps Grievous during the new conflict, not knowing in the future the rising star will become a Jedi. How old is she? Quickly. I think she's still like the same age as she was in the movie. So so this happened like five minutes before The Force Awakens. (laughs) Sliding, it's really sliding doors. Yeah, I mean, it says as Grievous lands on Jakku and gets into a fight with Unkar and his thugs, so I guess. Oh, Slay, okay. You um, like, fuck you, Simon Pegg. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I have one for you. It was submitted by the actual Kate Bishop on TikTok. Who God, they're several. the star of this episode, huh? Yeah, okay. I'm just going to say out the gate, it's going to be real hard for you to guess this one. <laughs> I just brought it to the table because it's so fucking insane. (laughs) This is a crossover. And a crossover with another fictional universe, but also real life. So bear with me. Character A slash character B. Previous character B slash real life person D. Characters. Character B. Character A. Original male characters. Here's where it gets crazy. <laughs> Pope Leo the Eleventh. Yes. Yes. Um, Finally, I feel seen in this book. <laughs> oh my god! I know you're bringing a lot of a lot of Catholicism just for Noah. Character D. C3PO. <laughs> Additional tags. <laughs> Heresy. Reformation. Butchering of Polish history. <laughs> Trans character A. Bisexual, so true. Bisexual main character. Trans character. Church history. Catholic church freeform. Crossover. Alternate universe historical. <laughs> character B. Freeform. <laughs> Time travel. Dimension travel. 1600s. Fluff, humor, romance. They said to write for yourself, so I did. Polish-Lithuanian commonwealth. POV first person, period typical attitudes, religion, blasphemy. Please don't read this if you get offended by either sacrilege or piety. It has both. Christian lore, freeform, crack, crack treated, treated seriously, violence. I want you also to know this is a part of a series. This is part one of a series. I am hoping that this is accurate to Polish um, history, but they said in the tag that's not, and I don't know how to pronounce it, so I'm not going to butcher it. 1605, character B, and then they... Um, made a Polish version of their name, is a Polish cheesemaker and dairy merchant in the 17th century. What? (laughs) Oh, no. What? He's he's both bisexual and an anti-Trinitarian, which puts him at odds with a highly Catholic state. Typically, he has dealt with this by keeping a low profile and leading his reformed church under the very nose of the Jesuits, who uh, routinely intrude. Oh, good And one of these characters is a Star Wars character. That is the non-Star Wars character. Then below it, it says... (sighs) Droman Ixen 5 ABY, a year after the Battle of Endor and the formation of the New Republic, uh, character A travels to a Sith temple where he finds a holocron pulsating with the dark side. He makes the mistake <laughs> of touching it, sending himself careening through time and space. Ch- 
So this character is... A is Luke Skywalker, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. <gasps> this is the story. <gasps> dear this is the story, dear readers, of the Polish Reformation, formerly titled John eleven thirty five. Chapter one is titled "Of Cheese and Good Faith," and it has um, a Bible verse from Matthew at the beginning of the chapter. Now, remember, the first character is Luke Skywalker. The second one is not from Star Wars. Okay, it's a real I have person. A... No, no. Okay, I'm... the real person. It's just is, the Pope. is the one who it you know the real the real person who is in the secondary ship um is shipped with previous character b character b is from something else fictional and uh that character or jesus I'm christ and that's harry that, potter that, i'll say this it is not, <laughs> uh, no it is not harry potter and it is not fantasy okay jesus no i i no i have a really important question is this not in religion. march is this in March or April of 1605? It, it does not say. Noah, so, is that actually I, an important question? I know. Yes, I, yes, I am because, sure, because, because I'm sure it's going to cover all of that. No, because March 1605 was when Pope Clement VIII had passed away and the papacy <laughs> congregated to choose a new pope in April of 1605. I'm sure that's what this it, covers. I'm not done. Is when Pope Leo was moved into the head of the papacy. However, fun fact, his name is not actually Leo. I know that's probably not shocking so, to the Catholics in the audience. Um, so... It's not shocking is, to a lot okay, of people, is, probably. Is Philip III of Spain or King Henry IV no. of France involved? No. Dude, <laughs> or at least I so haven't It's another fictional character. Okay, I'm saying character B is a fictional character, and then I previous character B slash character... Or character C was a real person. Character B is not a real okay. person. Character B is Will Schuster. No. <laughs> No. Okay. No. I will C- say this. I will say. I will say this for character. For character B, you are getting close in terms of shit post kind of character. Uh, Megamind. Castiel. No. Is this fictional character like a like a live action like yes. fictional person? Okay. Percy Jackson. Mm-hmm. No. Not okay. fantasy. Not is fantasy the, in the least. Is, is character C? Character C is a real person, right? Character C is a real person. Are they in any way related to the construction of the papacy in 1605? Unfortunately, I don't know that history <laughs> that well, so I Is this a name that we would recognize? Um the historical character, no, um the historical person, no, is not very famous. I will say it is um in parentheses 16th century reformer, if that helps in any way. Wait, 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 pause. And this was about this was about the the Polish Reformation, right? Yes. <laughs> okay, Christ, but can you guess the fictional character? I'm working on that's it. The wait, 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 wait. Was it was it the Polish Reformation or the Polish Counter Reformation? I don't know, unfortunately. Well, that's really important, actually. <laughs> is this I, fictional character from like a comedy and action? It is like, a com- drama? It is a comedy. Is, is it, it a comedy? Is it John Lasky? Sorry, nothing. Who? What were you? Sheldon guesses? from? No, I'm Big trying Bang. to no. figure out. It is from a movie. I will say a comedy film. It's not a series of films. A comedy series of Jan, films. It's not Paul Blart. Jan, it's, is it Jan Lasky? It La- is Paul Blart. It is okay. Paul Blart. Is, is he shipped with Jan Lasky quickly? No, it's Paul Blart. No, I'm talking about the real person. That's what I'm focused No, that's, it's someone named Faustus Cecina, 16th century reformer. <laughs> what the fuck? This fic is absolutely patently meddling with times and changing history because- I mean, it is. Says, it is. It is. It does include Paul Blart and Luke Skywalker. This- let me be clear about something. This fix that <laughs> takes place in 1605, right? I believe it traverses quite a lot of time. And also, it does say that Wait, it was it's, in the it, past? Hold on. It was no, in yeah. The past. The, no, no, no. 
previous Paul Blart slash this character. So th this person does not appear in this fic. So that he, okay. he was shipped with him in the past. And that, and that makes sense. Do you want to know a really fun fact? You want to know a really fun fact about he does, Sasuke Sexenus? He died in 1604. Yes, a so that, year that... prior to the beginning of this. Yeah, so he's, so that he's would explain. Paul Blart is his widower. Yes. Why exactly. are you being so insensitive, so, Noah? Okay. Because I didn't remember that it was in the past, and I was going to get mad for a second because the 15th place is 1605, and the state ends in Can we? Can we? Okay, so yes, Mel did one shot this that it is Paul Blart. It is I got Luke, both characters. It is Luke Skywalker so you know. slash Paul Blart and in the Polish Reformation. Paul Blart is a Polish cheesemaker and dairy merchant in the 17th century. Um, I think that might be a series wrap for name that ship. Yeah, I think that actually this might be the time that we say definitively we're never doing it again. So as you may or may not have picked up, it is our one year anniversary special. Um, and as we wrap up, we did want to talk just a little bit about how thankful we are um, for you, the listeners, um, sticking with us for nearly 50 episodes um, I mean, over 50 episodes, if you count like rogue ones and whatnot, and just like being here and being engaging with us. Um, this has been something that has totally changed, at least for me, the course of my life entirely, like not just on like a, a level of like, oh my gosh, I've met some of my best friends, but I've also met like someone I deeply love and like that is like, really sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going to start crying and I don't want to do that on a gay little Star Wars podcast. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate you all listening and also um, the four gay people in the call with me right now. Well, I didn't have anything that emotional to say. So now I look like an asshole, <laughs> but like <laughs> it would be stupid if I was like, same. <laughs> but no, I mean, I will say this has been a very um, uh, otherwise challenging year for me personally. Just there's been a lot of very stressful family and personal challenges and something that I've always been really thankful for that entire time is that I've had something consistent and I've had this podcast and not only the support of my friends here, but also the support of people listening and the fact that people actually are like, yeah, we care about what you have to say. And feeling heard is something that I don't think people realize is extremely important when you're going through something. So I just appreciate everyone who has tuned in and everyone who has taken the time, even if they don't always agree, or even if sometimes we say things that are just silly. People who take the time and say like, hey, I actually appreciate this and I'm hearing you. That means a lot. Uh, and I know that I don't know what I would be doing without my friends here and like on this podcast, but also everyone listening. I cannot express how much I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, hashtag same. No, uh, I, I made the first TikTok that I actually ever made. I made is just like a joke because I was I was just trying to be funny and I never ever in my wildest dreams thought that it would spiral to where it has now. Um, I just, I, I remember the very first time that this idea of this gay little podcast we even proposed, it was like, I don't even know these people and they want me to get on a discord call with them and talk about Star Wars for extended periods of time. Um, but yeah, you guys have been with me through, through some very weird times in my life. I changed universities. I moved across the country. Um, and I did all that knowing that I had, <laughs> I'm getting emotional. Um, but like, it was, it was very nice. Like knowing that I, I had the four of you guys, like in the periphery, like at least this thing is gonna, it, it's stable for me and it, and it works and it's entertained. I've never, um, had more intelligent conversations and laughed more with a group of people before. And the fact that that is enjoyed by others is like, 
absolutely buck wild to me. And I've also like the number of people that we've, I mean, I speak for myself here, but also just in general, like the number of people that we've met through creating this is insane. Um, and that would not have happened if if we had not been like, you know, it might be funny as we made a podcast about Star Wars and we were just gay on Maine for 18,000 straight hours. Uh, but I've met some of my closest friends through this. I've, I've gotten to meet some of you in person. We're still holding out, but the other two are going to get this. The RuPaul's Meetup is on the way. But Ali, you talked about feeling seen by others. And I was like, ah, yeah, it's very that. I've called I've called some of you at like two in the morning and be like, do you want to hear the complete history of the X-Men? <laughs> um, and it's nice to feel uh, listened to and appreciated by both the people who are on this call with me and uh, all the gay idiots on the internet that think we're funny enough to be worth listening to. I love all of you very dearly and I cannot express the uh, happiness that I feel about getting to be a part of something like this. It's been really great for me. All right. Okay. All right. Claudia's like, I was actually going to announce that I'm leaving the podcast, <laughs> but now you've convinced me to stay. <laughs> Emotional, not clickbait. Remember how we were like, do you guys want to talk about that show, The Bad <laughs> Now the Bad Batch is the worst thing about us. <laughs> I agree. The way that I'm going to be like, oh my God, Mel, let's get married. And then at the wedding, we're going to be like, this all happened because of Crosshair. <laughs> <laughs> Our wedding is officiated by fucking D. Bradley Baker. <laughs> it's just Crosshair. Oh my God. He has to do the Crosshair voice. <laughs> no! POV Crosshair is the minister who performs your wedding. <laughs> You guys all had like such thoughtful things to say. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say. <laughs> because it's just like, damn, I I never thought I'd be a Star Wars fan fucking talking about Star Wars on a podcast. Freaking asked five-year-old me. Five-year-old me thought Jar Jar Binks was going to kill them. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but you're correct. No. Is that a threat, Claudia? No, he's a Sith Lord. Claudia okay, is no. texting Jar Jar Banks as we speak. Yeah, I was like, address. Okay. So it's not just a threat, it's a promise, is what I'm hearing. Oh my god. It's not a threat, it's a warning. Am I Darth Sidious? <laughs> no, but honestly, I mean, it's been fun. It's been wild. Like, there's like definitely a lot of things I never thought I'd be doing or have done. Like, the fact that I read like a bunch of Star Wars books within one year is crazy because I hadn't touched a book in like years. <laughs> Getting to talk to to some Star Wars authors too was, has been wild. Like micro influencer <laughs> moment. <laughs> it, it's been fun, and yeah, befriending you, you all is is like a highlight, I guess. I guess. I guess. I don't really know. I suppose. I, I suppose. We, we know what you mean. We know what you mean. No, and but, the feeling uh, is mutual. But yeah, it's it's been fun. It's been wild. I I still struggle to, to articulate my thoughts most of the time. But I am glad that you all accept me just being here for the vibes most of the time. It's because when you, when you do articulate your thoughts, it's quite possibly the funniest thing I've ever heard. So we're, I'm just I'm just waiting for Very the, true. the needle to drop. So Consistently good takes. Is Consistently slay. The people who know me know that I have uh, I've had a, an interesting uh, couple of years. And um, I, I started going on TikTok because I work in social media. And unfortunately, I'm very too much online. And I was like, I guess I got to be on another platform. And 
I started using it a lot just because I had to run TikTok for work and I had to like do research, whatever. And obviously because I just like Star Wars, I ended up on Star Wars TikTok and whatever. I believe the first time that I interacted with Ollie was to tell them about a contributor for the Washington Post who used to argue that the Empire was right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that conversation. And then you were like, we should go live together one time. <laughs> yeah, that was like early 2021. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have spent a lot of time in Star Wars communities and uh, in online fandoms and whatever. And this is probably one of the first times I've had an overall positive experience. And then to find random people who then wanted to put up with me for the next year now it's it's crazy it's also it's also been very rewarding it's nice to be able to make something that is you can say yes this is mine and I made this with people that I care about and it's not a thing that I have to like toil for a corporation for um although I guess it's for the mouse, but that aside. Um. This is not for the mouse. The Pope fan fiction was not for the mouse. <laughs> Pope um, but yeah, it's, 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 I, you know, I really, I do struggle a lot with the, the like, oh, you know, what is all this content for? And then I finally get to make something that is actually like for me, um, for me and others, um, which, and get to actually put my name on it. And that has, Pretty much been the only thing to give me self-esteem in the past god knows how long and so it has just been an extra little gift that i gained for friends from it my partner also my partner claire also is like and i i gained four friends from it too claire is always just like in the background of our zoom calls i'm making commentary yeah so i um i just appreciate you guys for all being here for me during some very odd shit and uh i was also the oldest one here it's also always wild that you guys do keep me in check. You know, you you keep me grounded as the millennial here on the podcast. You keep me young. <laughs> <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. Also, getting to do things like read Star Wars books early and all that kind of stuff. Like, I worked in entertainment, like, news and stuff for a while, but I've never really gotten to do the stuff that I care about or, like, give a shit about or, um, you know, gotten to do it at a higher capacity and that people actually started to listen. So, um thank you guys um and also to the people listening and um i apologize in advance for the uh, another year of shit that we're gonna inflict on you um unfortunately this is how we bond with each other and then we do put it on the internet so thanks guys (laughs) no it is funny it's it's like i was not expecting to have this group of friends where i was like oh yeah they're my little buddies and now i'm like if i don't talk to them every like 48 hours i will die i'm like (laughs) I'm like, dang, I just have never really, I've never bonded with a group of people as fast as I have bonded with you guys. And I just, I, it's just a very, it's very slay. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode of Rupelp's Padres. And thank you for an absolutely wild year. We do this because we love Star Wars, but in a lot of ways, we also do it because the community that that's formed around this funky little concept of five internet friends coming together to hang out and talk about what they love. And we appreciate you for hearing us out. So episodes drop every other Sunday until Kenobi's, the Kenobi series comes out, just rem- reminding you all about that. 
And stay tuned two weeks from now for our Kenobi lore and prep episode where we'll talk about the upcoming Brotherhood novel, Obi-Wan's life over the years, and more. For updates, Star Wars news, and more cursed shit, follow us on social media at Rupelps Padres on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And if you've liked the show over this past year, please rate and review our show on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, Spotify, or Overcast. It helps people find our show, and we appreciate it. Remember, may the Force be with you, and don't criff it up. Walk, 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 wal